to Good Day with Ray. I'm Ray, and before we start today's episode, I would like to start a new practice, I guess, and I really hope it sticks. I really want to do this every time we start an episode, and this practice is to focus in on your higher self, God, universe, light, whatever you call your source, if that makes sense. And you know, whatever you call it is welcome here. You may just call it humanity. You may just call it everything is connected. Like everybody calls it something a little bit different. And you don't have to be like super spiritual to feel this connection. Like everything is connected, right? So what I want you to do before listening to this episode and what I'm going to do as well is I'm going to focus in on that energy and I encourage you to do the same. You can close your eyes, but if you're driving, obviously I do not advise you to close your eyes. You can just focus in on the feeling, like what does your higher self feel like when you are at one with it or when you are focused on it? What does the universe in your mind's eye look like? For me lately, it actually shows up as different things a lot. I won't lie to you, but lately I've noticed that for me, it shows up as like this very sparkly white light. So whether you want to just like embody this energy right now and feel it in your soul, or you can visualize it very well, however you connect with it, I would like for you to connect right now by taking maybe a few deep breaths and just opening yourself up to the message and just you know, say to this energy before we get started, universe, God, higher self, again, whatever you want to call it. I'm open to receiving this message. I am open to accepting what resonates with me. And I'm also conscious and aware and will leave aside anything that doesn't resonate with me, but I'm open to receiving what does something like that. We'll perfect the prayer over time, but just, you know, you get the vibe, say that you're open, say that you accept it and leave what does not resonate. Okay. That's also a very important part of this prayer um, because we always need to have discernment when listening to any spiritual mentor, coach, pastor, whoever, you know, never accept <laughs> blindly, you know, but take what resonates, be open and um, be brave to hear a message and also be courageous to also connect with yourself and confident enough within yourself to know what resonates and knows what doesn't. Okay. So, okay. Thank you all for entertaining that. We want to do more of that. We won't do as many explanations in the future, but just really wanted to give you a sense of why I wanted to do that and move into the message. So that being said, there might be a slight pause because I'm not going to edit this episode because I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Okay. Feel free to sip on whatever, do the same. Okay. So yesterday I was inspired to give this message and part of the reason I wanted to talk about, (laughs) should I just tell y'all what we're going to talk about? Okay, let's do it. So I want to talk about how I wish I would have loved myself sooner. 
And this podcast title came to me yesterday when I was on a TikTok live. And for those of you that watch my TikTok lives, you know that I do readings on there and people send in questions or they just pay for a reading and they're open to messages. But a lot of times when I do lives and when you see mine or you see other people doing readings on there, a lot of times people ask things like, will me and so-and-so get back together? Is so-and-so thinking about me? Is so-and-so wanting to be with me? Does so-and-so love me? Okay. So actually this happened to me yesterday. I get a lot of random questions in these chats with people that just really want a message, you know, and I can't blame them. And I don't want to shame anybody that feels this way or wonders these things. I want to be very clear about that, that this episode is in no way to make fun of, feel guilty, shame anyone for questions that they ask and feelings that they have. And when I got that question yesterday, does so-and-so think about me? Does he still love me? I won't, you know, let me, let me tell you this question. It didn't trigger me because I didn't have that like visceral response of like whatever, but I do remember yesterday when this was happening, feeling a lot of compassion for this person. And I also thought this would be a good episode since I told y'all we we want to talk about love in February. And with this month being Valentine's Day coming up, whether you are in a relationship or you are wanting one, you're desiring one, I feel like this is a good topic to talk about whether you are in a relationship or you are not. And for those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you know I was not in serious relationships, loving relationships. Makes me a little bit sad. Um, I struggled a lot. I struggled a lot with relationships. I struggled a lot with this same question that this person asked in this live yesterday. Does so-and-so want me back? Does he still love me? And when I read that, again, I felt so much compassion. And again, if I'm honest, I wasn't triggered, but I did sense I had this little bit, this twinge of impatience come up for this person. And when I'm in my readings, very different vibes from when I'm in my day-to-day life, just like talking to friends on my mail route, doing like stuff at home. When I'm doing readings, I am in a space of deeper compassion, deeper understanding, deeper clarity, deeper peace. So things that would typically trigger me in normal, again, everyday activities, they don't trigger me as much when I'm in like reader mode. Because as a reader, just want to let you know, it's very rare, if ever, that I judge you. That is not my actually, you know, I I find and and a lot of my clients find as well, my readings can be very transformative, very healing. And this comes from other people, not just me. I'm not just like, you know, speaking on my own whatever because you know, the reason has feel so awkward being like, yeah, my readings are transformative, they're healing. But 
part of the reasons why I feel like people experience this and they tell me this is because, um, again, hopefully I don't cry, but I don't judge you. It's not my space to judge you. And actually I would be doing a disservice to you as a reader to welcome you into a space, welcome you into telling me things that are very personal, very painful, very uncomfortable. And then meeting you with like shame or saying, you should just not feel this way. You should blah, blah, blah. You should blah, blah, blah. And going back to what this person said, and again, something we can all relate to, whether we are in relationships currently or we are um, not, you know, and maybe we haven't been for a long time. And a lot of times when we haven't been in one for, hey, you know what? Let's just not, let's not exclude certain things. You can be in a relationship for a long time and still feel alone. Okay, let me, let me say that one more time. Um, you can be in a relationship for a very long time and still feel very alone, very isolated, very misunderstood, and also not wanted. Okay. So this is not something exclusive to people who are single. However, I do, I can speak from somebody that was single for a very long time. I thought it was just me. (laughs) I really kind of thought that even though I was talking to a lot of people in relationships and I, and on a surface level, I knew it wasn't true, but I thought me being single for so long, I was the only one not feeling wanted, not feeling loved. And that people that were married, people that were in long-term relationships, like all these people had something better than me. That makes sense. I had this perception for a very long time. And again, yesterday when this person was like, does so-and-so love me? I found myself taking a few deep breaths because I was going back to myself, my own self. And like, again, drawing up this compassion, knowing how this person felt. And, um, I said, you know what? Thank you so much for this question. And I told her, I'm not going to answer that question. (laughs) Just was very blunt because I said, if I can give you anything, if I can tell you anything, um, one thing that I would like to say and what that brings up for me to tell you is I wish I had loved myself sooner. So I didn't answer this person's question. First of all, they didn't pay me to answer their question. So I typically will not answer questions in the chat for people that haven't paid or that I haven't agreed. To be honest, if you've been in my readings before, I don't really take questions at all. So to be very frank with you, I usually just channel, pull cards, see what the universe wants to say. Because if I've learned anything on my journey, a lot of times the universe wants to talk to me about something very different than what I want to talk about. Because a lot of times my personal questions will come from an egoic standpoint. You know, it comes from me being in pain, me suffering, like me wanting a certain thing, wanting to go in a certain direction. But the universe is usually like, hey, honey you're actually looking the wrong way. And this is why you're not going the right way because you're looking at all these problems. You're looking at all these questions, but really what you should be asking is this. And really the direction you should be going is this. So this is why I always 
fun fact for anybody that's ever wondered, why doesn't Ray take questions? Why doesn't she really want to know whether this is for a relationship, for a career, for whatever? First of all, I find myself to be like more evidential and like y'all get more confirmation that I'm not BSing you by like not pulling a question from you, if that makes sense. Um, But you know, once I start picking up information, I will ask at times, hey, is this about a relationship? Because I get vibes. I see visions. Anyways, getting off topic. We're talking a lot about readings today. But going back to this person's question, does he love me? To which I responded, I'm not going to answer that for you, honey, because I really want to tell you right now that this is bringing up an emotion for me that I have a lot of compassion for you for. And, um, I told this individual, this makes me want to tell you about how I wish I would have loved myself sooner and how much when, and I did kind of tell them, um, it also, the whole question in and of itself, does he love me? It's a very outsourcing of power, if that makes sense. That question in and of itself is already telling me that that the power within that person, their autonomy and their source of self-worth is not coming from themselves. It's coming or from the universe, from God, higher self, all of that. Their source of power has already been placed in someone else. Their self-worth is in the eyes of this person that they're questioning, do they love me? And again, I know this because I've been there and it's something that I will say I struggle with less, but it's not something I don't struggle with at all. Sometimes I do forget to love myself. And even in my own relationship, when there are days when I am not feeling my best, when I am feeling insecure, when I am just low energy, there's just just a bunch of different things. When when my partner wants something and I'm like, I don't really want to do that right now, I start to wonder, you know, because he wants to do this and I don't, is he still going to love me? And I ask him this a lot. So this still comes up for me a lot, but luckily I'm with somebody that is always very reassuring that they love me just like the universe is very reassuring that they love me. And so we're not talking about perfection here. What I want to say is like when I said to this person, I wish I would have loved myself sooner. One thing that I feel like I wasn't tapping into a few years ago when I was still single is it was very hard for me to go back to okay, I feel like they don't love me. What do I do to please them? But instead, the journey that I'm on now, when I feel that insecurity is like, does my boyfriend still love me? Is he going to leave me? All of these things. That feeling just feels off to me now, but it used to be the state I lived in, right? Like that, and that's how I was feeling with this person in this question. That used to be the state that I lived in and it never even occurred to me that I was asking this question, like, do they love me? Am I enough for them? Why don't they want to be with me? And I start to like notice those questions and I'm like, wait, Ray, take a few deep breaths. What do you not want to be with right now? What a part, what's a part of your life right now that you don't love? 
what's a part of you right now that's wondering if you're lovable or what's a part of you right now that's like asking it's almost like a question if you like turn it around on yourself um and this isn't believe me i've been in this spiritual community long enough to where some of these practices have been weaponized to be honest and they have been used to cause more shame they have been used to make us feel, um, and this is, these are for my longtime spiritual community people. So you may not be knowing what I'm talking about, but sometimes asking these questions back to yourself can be very shaming, but I finally got to a place within myself where I'm like, okay, if I'm asking if somebody loves me, where is there a place within me that I actually don't feel lovable? And if I'm wondering if someone else wants to be with me, where am I, where am I wanting to really be with myself? What am I not doing to provide like care for myself or excitement for myself? Because, you know, the more I started to look at that and I, and I stopped wondering, and this was where I think it switched for me because sometimes asking those questions, like I said, a few years ago, were very shaming. It felt like I was on this journey to perfection. Like, oh, I can't be lovable if I don't answer these questions within myself. Does that make sense? Are y'all like following this? Because I'm wondering if some of y'all have like been in the spiritual community long enough to know how much people have used questioning yourself and journaling as a point of like shame and guilt. But this is not coming from a place of shame and guilt. I actually feel like when I was in that moment of insecurity, I was forgetting that my security doesn't come from another person. And actually, this is really what helps me in my own relationship. It also helps me not put all of my insecurities on my partner because I know that there's there's only so much he can reassure me of. And so there's also times when I do ask for that reassurance, but also when I ask for it too much or before I even do it, sometimes it sometimes happens before I'm like, where is this coming from? Why am I not feeling enough for this person? Why am I not, um, feeling pretty enough or whatever? Like, and all these things are things that I need to look at within myself. And sometimes, and a lot of times I do tell him how I feel, but I tell him how I feel. I don't blame him for how I feel. I don't blame him for not seeing something within me, especially on the days when I don't see it. And a lot of times that is a case, the, the case. So like when I am not seeing something in myself, I cannot exude that. And when I am not feeling at whole within myself, I start to feel insecure. So a lot of times when I get jealous, fun fact, a lot of times when I get jealous, it's because, um, and that's come up a couple of times in my relationship, I'll get jealous. And it's because I don't feel pretty that day. I really didn't put a lot of effort <laughs> into how I look. And then we might go to a store or we might go to like some jump park or something. And I'm like, he's looking at this other person, but it's because I didn't feel good about my appearance. And, um, and it's okay. My boyfriend actually doesn't love me for like the Nike shorts I wear or the dresses that I wear. It really doesn't matter to him. Um, if I'm going to be kind of funny right now, uh, he'd rather me not wear anything. So it really doesn't matter <laughs> what I wear. <laughs> okay. We're getting real on this podcast. Okay. So by the way, um, doesn't really matter what I wear, but I get self-conscious when I'm out and about with people. And, um, I start to feel like, man, I wish I would have put more into my appearance. So when I see some other woman walk by my boyfriend that did put a lot of 
effort in their appearance. I'm like, does he like her more than me? Cause she's like wearing makeup and like this cute outfit. That's what happens. And you see, that's not his problem, but sometimes I make it his problem. Sorry, honey. Love you. Um, but you see, you can even be in relationships and still feel insecure, but going back, cause this is getting a little long, um, to the question for, does he love me? You can feel this, whether you're single, you can feel this, whether you are in a relationship for six months or six years or 60 years, <laughs> that'd be really interesting. Um, being together with somebody for 60 years and you're still like, honey, do you still love these dusty bones? <laughs> oh my God. Y'all let's move on. I'm going to take a coffee break on that note. Some of us, um, I have some cards down here and um, this might need to be a part two because I've talked a lot today, but before I get off of this episode, I want us to be mindful around this question. And when we wonder, does someone love me? Anytime you hear yourself asking yourself that, I'm not asking you to like, realize how much you love yourself because that's a process and maybe you're there maybe you're not for me I am on that journey to acceptance and love for myself and if I've said anything today that makes you think that I'm perfect at it um, I'm very sorry because I am not and I still have a really good relationship um, with someone and that is still something like we've just decided um, I won't tell you exactly what's happened but we've kind of gotten to a new point in our relationship where there's more commitment involved. And when I tell you my insecurities were raring and I was wanting to run, I was like starting to do what I usually do. And it's just like nitpicking the relationship, not just nitpicking him, but nitpicking me because my mind was like, oh, but this is like this right now. And what if it's like this, this time and like our relationship? And what if it's this, 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 and this? It's like the brain starts to look for imperfections when it doesn't have to be perfect. It's a journey and you are allowed. One thing that I've had to give myself comfort with, with my own relationship is, um, I'm not like tied forever to these decisions. Like, do I love my boyfriend? Do I want us to keep moving forward? Absolutely. Absolutely. I do. And I'm the kind of person that will self-sabotage my relationships because I wonder, but will it still be like this in six months? Will it still be like this in a year? When we think that that's good in my brain, I think, no, it's good because I'm preparing. I'm like really planning this all out. But really, sometimes you can talk yourself out of a good thing by being a perfectionist and being too nitpicky, which is what I like to do, <laughs> you know? So again, does he love me? Does she love me? Does my mom love me? Does whoever in your life, if you are wondering, do they love you? What I want to invite you to do today is obviously to love yourself, but some days that's hard. So what I really want to invite you to do is to just be on the journey of accepting yourself and loving yourself enough in certain moments to be with your insecurity. You don't have to fix it. My insecurities are not fixed, but to just sit with it, to notice it, know that it may not change today, 
Know that you may not even stop loving this person today that you want to love you back. Knowing that your relationship today may not be perfect and y'all have like wrinkles and like things that you want to iron out and also just being with that uncomfortable feeling like, oh, it still might be like this today. I still might be insecure today. I still might wonder if his eyes are wandering today and not to blame the other person so much for that, um, but to just be with that sensation for yourself and know that you can love yourself as you are with that insecurity today, that you are not broken. You are not, you are not like, you know, you're not crazy for feeling these things. Insecurities are normal. Um, and yeah, this is my, we might have to do a part two on all this. This is like long, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say today. I'm not trying to force you to love yourself again, that's a process and I'm still on that process. But if I guess if I could wrap this up with one thing to say today, and again, we might talk about this a little later too in another episode. One thing I want to leave you with is to just, one thing I had to do with an old relationship is knowing that I could potentially love this person forever and they may never love me back. And then I might even think about this person forever and they may never think about me again. Um, and to be honest, like I've in my relationship, this person has crossed my mind, but I've never looked at their stuff, never texted them, never emailed them, never even looked at their parents' social media to like go see pictures of them since I've been with my boyfriend. And to me, that was a lot of progress because we think that these people have to be gone for our souls. But the thing is like certain people imprint on us forever. And for good reason, I continue to think about someone from my past because they remind me of how much I didn't love myself in the past and how miserable that felt. And I enjoy sometimes when this person comes to my mind because it reminds me of what I never want to go through again. And it's not just simply, I don't want to go through someone not loving me again. I don't, want to go through not loving myself and not looking at myself and not being with my own insecurities and putting those insecurities on someone else or outsourcing the fact that they don't love me. And and also that was very painful for them. Like they didn't like me and like, how do I want to put it? They didn't enjoy the weight of feeling like they needed to love somebody that they didn't you know, and sometimes I, I made those people feel that way. And, um, I feel bad about that because everybody has free will. And I'm really glad for all the people that didn't want to be with me because now I'm with somebody that I really love. And, um, and my boyfriend's with somebody that he really loves and we're happy, but, um, it's a weight. It is a weight sometimes feeling like, someone else has to love you that just doesn't, at least not in that way. And um, I I don't want this to be kind of like depressing, but let me, let me say, let me go back to that person in my life um, that I continue to think about helps me to remember that it's okay to let go. It's okay to move on. It's okay to not be loved by someone because someone is out there waiting to love me. And, um, But first of all, I'm always available to love myself. And that's been a really 
good. Let me tell y'all something. Some of y'all, again, such a long episode. Um, I would have never been able to be with my current boyfriend if I didn't love myself in this way, because someone loving you like in a way that you're supposed to be loved when you've never been loved before, it's not as easy as it sounds. Like it has been easier, but there has been very hard moments. And I hope me and my boyfriend can be on. Um, I told him that I want a podcast with him soon. So y'all send me emails. Tell me on TikTok that y'all want him on here so I can screenshot that and show him. Um, because I would love to talk about our relationship and how it's not always perfect in the way that like we're always walking on rainbows. Like we almost fought yesterday. I almost punched him in the eye. I'm just kidding. That never happened. We were on the phone in a conversation. There was a misunderstanding and there was, we almost started yelling. I told him a couple times we could have started yelling at each other, or just gotten mad, but I just took a few deep breaths and I was like, this is a misunderstanding because he loves me. I love him. We want this thing. We're just talking different languages right now, you know? So it, it ended up pretty well. We were able to accomplish our goal and I will tell you all about that goal very soon. But anyways, I hope that you gained something from this message today. Again, I'm not asking you to magically start loving yourself. Man, it makes me want to cry because that is like a very hard journey. Um, a very hard journey. <laughs> it's a very, it's a, I think it's a lifelong one. I think that's what it, it's not hard, but sometimes we think things are hard that feel like they're never ending. And that's what I think I feel about that. It's an, always journey. It's an everyday journey to love ourselves and to find that love. Perhaps I find it easier when I tap into the universe and, um, receive the love from the universe. And then I just feel whole. I feel complete. I feel at peace and I feel the liberty to be myself. Um, and with like the universe on my side, I don't get as hung up on like, who, who's going to love me. Who's going to like me. Who's going to keep listening to my podcast and like, blah, 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 you know? So don't feel the pressure to know how to love yourself today. Maybe all you do is accept what you feel today, how you're feeling today, and accepting that you're on a healing journey. You're not broken. You're just, you're healing. You're learning how to accept yourself. Okay. Thanks so much for being here. I just also want to say thank you to the universe, God, higher self, whatever we like to call it, the light, our source for giving this message today, helping me give it because it's true. I get help from the universe every day. It gives me the courage, gives me the inspiration, gives me the energy. I've been up since 315. <laughs> it's 641 right now. So yeah, the universe has a lot of power energetically and just, you know, within oneself. Okay. Thanks so much for being here. Rate the podcast, review the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode today, consider sending it to a friend, family member, follower on your social media pages. Join the Facebook group and hang out with me on TikTok. Subscribe to the email list because that is available and you will get a weekly email from me with a channeled message from the universe and uh, my weekly TikTok schedule where you can catch me live every day. So yeah. Thanks again for being here. Talk to you soon. Bye. Rise inside, my dear, rise inside. Feel your heart beat next to mine.
Let the light hit your eyes and your palms open wide to the universe.